0: You know what? We're a Downton Abbey podcast now.
1: (laughs) Welcome to the Hoopla Podcast. Hoopla! Hoopla! We're here with a very special half a Hoopla episode this week. We don't have any new movies or new TV (laughs) shows to talk about, so we just figured we'd get together, try something new. We're here to rank the trilogies of the mcu it's gonna be super fun just a nice quick episode try out a new format of the hoopla podcast see how it goes to join me in this endeavor we have i guess the superhero master the expert of all things lists andrew smith
2: the the one and only true list will be coming up here by andy smith andy smith here a connoisseur of many nerdy things marvel dc lord of the rings and star wars Just wait for my number one. Did I say my number one on the last podcast? Probably, but they don't remember that.
1: (laughs) Spoilers. So if you want a spoiler for this episode, go back and listen to the previous episode of the Hoopla podcast when we talked about the newest movie in the MCU, The Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, which was great. We will certainly talk about that trilogy here on this episode with the guy who has the even more official list, no the definitive accurate ranking of marvel trilogies chris pio i just want to let you all know that
0: you may have opinions on this particular list on any of our podcast members lists and they are wrong because if you do not like my list then you are incorrect i have the definitive list and i'm here on the pod to tell you why thanks for having me jamie
1: oh. hey thanks for being here uh unfortunately we are not joined this week by the fourth member of the hoopla croupla as jake laxer is currently stuck in binge mode trying to watch all these trilogies so that he can come up with his list it's more important Uh, he's (laughs) he's watched each movie five times in the last week because he just can't decide what the correct order is so that
0: that might be definitive when he's done but he's not here
1: (laughs) (laughs) if he ever finishes those movies he'll come back and join us uh but no jake laxer will not be here this week scheduling issues. So we figured we just got the 3 of us, we'll do a nice quick episode and see what happens. Um my name's Jamie Claire. I should mention that and I've seen most of these movies, so it should be good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it right away. So, we have a lot of trilogies in the MCU so far. A million movies total. There are 6 trilogies that we'll be discussing today. We have Iron Man, which kicked it all off. We oh. have the Captain America Trilogy. We have the Thor Trilogy from the original Avengers gang. Then the post-original Avengers, we have the Ant-Man Trilogy. We have the Spider-Man Trilogy. And we have the most recently completed trilogy, Guardians of the Galaxy. Go listen Rockets to episode from trilogy, last week.
0: Some would say. The <laughs> Rocket Trilogy. It's been his story all along.
1: And what a beautiful story. I really did. No spoilers for this episode or for the movie, but, ooh, baby, I love that movie. It was so good. Oof.
2: You know, only Oof. if we had an, an Incredible Hulk trilogy. One day, everyone. One day. <laughs> <only. laughs>
1: we have one movie that's, I guess, technically part of the MCU and a She-Hulk TV show. So we're almost to that trilogy, but She-Hulk. it wasn't quite enough to, uh, you know, didn't, make, didn't the list.
2: make the Didn't make the list.
0: Oh, I, was, I thought you were going to say you didn't like She-Hulk, which would have been a, an absolute was. travesty. She-Hulk was amazing. I, honestly, honestly, I will say, I would say did that, that not was like probably
2: She-Hulk. one of my least favorite TV shows that came out All during right. Phase 4. We have to take a sidebar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, we don't we have time, do time do for sidebars. Right now.
1: <laughs> no time for get sidebars. We got to get into this list. Uh, I mean, we are talking about terrible TV shows, so that brings us easily to the start of the list. Let's go from bottom to top. What is our least favorite trilogy that we have here in the MCU? Sitting at number six, what do you guys have?
2: Jamie, I'm going to start it off. And if you would have told me that I had this trilogy at the bottom of my list come about six months ago, I would have been shocked. And I'm going to start it off with Ant-Man. The Ant-Man trilogy is actually sixth on my list, which is surprising because Ant-Man 1... Was one of the most interesting introductions to a character. The fun, like, aspect with my, uh, oh, what's his name? What's the, 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 the man one? I was gonna say Michael Sarah, but it's not Michael Sarah. Michael Douglas. Oh, what? No. Paul Rudd. No. no, who the villain? No, the, the friend, uh, the friend, the friend, Michael Pena. Michael Pena. <laughs> wow. We can cut most of that, but anyway, you you went for the whitest Michael... actor in Hollywood in Michael Sarah <laughs> I don't know why Michael Sarah uh, is Kane, at the top.
1: Maybe I don't yeah. know.
2: <laughs> Anyways, back to back to my my thought here. I loved Ant Man one. I thought it was a fun introduction to that character. Ant Man two really the the villain wasn't there. That I just didn't think that was that great of a sequel. And then with Ant Man and the Wasp just totally outside of the the original, you know, Ant-Man kind of, you know, fun uh what is it? The they went and stole the some of the 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 tech. Like it was it the movies didn't fit together. The, they weren't themed well together when they threw in Quantumania. Ant-Man is my least favorite number 6 on my list.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, the first two movies I think were just kind of Good, you know. The first one was good enough, the second one was fine, and the third one was just so bad that it can only exist in sixth place on my list at least. Chris, do you agree with us?
0: Alright, so you're you're confirming you're also putting you're,
1: you're Ant Man as well.
0: Uh, yeah. 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 Ant-Man trilogy. Huh. I will join the podcast oh, really? unanimously. Wow. And unfortunately, having to put my my timeless legend, my my hero
1: Michael Cain shrink.
0: No, of course, I'm talking about Paul Rudd, whose introduction to the MCU was a refreshing and welcome surprise that really only Guardians of the Galaxy, which we will talk about later. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that means it's higher up on all of our lists. But the way that Paul Rudd was introduced to the MCU just kind of made it a refreshing drink of water after people run into superhero fatigue a lot. And so getting that Ant-Man introduction with this... Kind of quirky funny and even more callous type of superhero not so much deadpool callous which you know that's there's no trilogy yet uh we'll do this list again sometime but <laughs> ant-man in the mcu was very refreshing and it just never got better than the first one for me and especially with Quantumania over the, the past uh, couple months just not being very well received uh i, I have to agree with you guys ant-man trilogy Definitely the worst of the bunch.
2: You know, one thing that I always think of is the, you know, does the trilogy fit? Is it a good full arc? And to me, they took Corey Stoll's character and made him Modoc in the third film, which didn't make (laughs) any sort of sense. So they kind (laughs) of undercut the ending to number one. But Paul yeah. Rudd is great. Michael Douglas is great. Michael Pena, not Michael Sarah, is great. And e- Evangeline yeah. <laughs> Lilly. The, I, all of the, the actual actors and actresses were well casted, I thought. But from 100%. an end to end perspective, it's number six.
0: I will say, as a small addendum, looking at this list and thinking outside of the actual movie context, Ant Man and the Wasp probably has the best post credits scene. Uh, of all the films that I can see here, I mean, just taking a, a quick oh, glance
2: yes.
1: as
0: we go up the list. If you're not which post credit scene you're, is this? If you ha- if you don't remember, that is the uh, they're testing the van wormhole mm. on top of a building they send Scott in and they say okay bring me out and that's when the Thanos snap happens yeah. yes genuine jaw dropper shocking moment of, of a post credit scene not so much like Andy or uh, Jamie felt the other day when he stayed 12 minutes longer <laughs> for Guardians 3 do with that information what you will but uh, yeah that yeah. one just a precursory look over here I mean there's some good ones certainly uh, but I think
2: that one would Ooh, take it. that it was a good one who was the villain? And then we can move on to number five. Who was the villain of the <laughs> second movie? I really don't remember.
1: I think it was like either uh, a businessman or a ghost or both. It was Who's Ghost.
2: Oh, ghost uh, it was, was the a, name. It was Ghost, yeah. The, she,
0: she had the vibranium, not vibranium, kind of a vibrating frequency. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think yeah. it was... Who knows? Weird. But the anyway, fact that we're Batman, to you lose. on it, you know, <laughs>
2: that's, that's the... We need it to put in some shows, crazy yeah.
1: sound effects to let the Ant Man trilogy know that it is officially the worst trilogy in the MCU. Sorry, Ant Man, but Quantum bad movie. All right, Chris, let's go back to you for number five.
0: All right, moving up the list here, uh, I think this is where we'll get our first shocker. I'm not sure. I'm actually putting the Iron Man trilogy at number
1: oh, five.
0: No, uh, I as as much as Iron Man, as much as RDJ did for the MCU, he did not get the opportunity to be in some very good movies. Iron Man 1, obviously. Solo movies. Solo movies, excuse me. Of course, of course, of course. Oh, and this seems like a good time to bring up. uh, We have excluded the Avengers tetralogy from this particular list. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, Infinity War and Endgame would most likely fill a lot of people's top slots, so we've excluded any of those movies. Uh, Iron Man 1, obviously iconic. It kicked it all off and was a genuinely... Well written, extraordinarily yes. well structured, and good film. It got people into super. You have a point Sorry. on this, Jamie. Yeah,
1: I just watched Iron Man one a couple weeks ago as a rewatch to see if it still holds up ten plus years later. And let me tell oh, yeah. you, it does. It is a very good movie. Oh yeah, great, great movie.
0: Iron Man two and three kind of just felt like we want to give Iron Man our iconic hero character a trilogy. Because if Thor was going to get one, how could Iron Man not? If Ant-Man was going to get one, how could Iron Man not? And 2 and 3 were just kind of fine. Um, nothing really wrong with them, but nothing special about them. The villains are forgettable. Uh, the events of Iron Man 3 are sort of forgettable, even more so. Uh, I just remember there was a attack on Tony Stark's house. Was that a really was a beautiful motion. scene. That's was, the only yeah, thing
2: that, I really remember from that That's maybe. what I'm saying, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I will say those Iron Man movies... They had the coolest suit-up scenes.
0: Mm. This is true. Yeah.
1: Back uh, when he was first figuring out how the armor works, it was awesome. And then in Iron Man 2, he had that briefcase armor that was awesome. In Iron Man 3, he had all the suits of armor that could fly by themselves, and he was like jumping from one to the other midair. Yeah. Those scenes were as cool as superhero suit-ups have ever been.
2: And I would say one thing that for Iron Man, it, it was a great, obviously, introduction to the Iron Man character, but in Iron Man 2, you had War Machine um, finally don his suit, Terrence this Howard's in 1, and then Don Cheadle's in 2. <laughs> but then this is where they introduced Scarlett Johansson, uh, her character before Avengers. So I, there were great introductions for characters in 2 and 3, but the villains didn't you know, last the number three had the mandarin which was the biggest failure from a from a marvel villain perspective that they've had so far um in the mcu which is saying a lot because there's many times that the marvel villains do not live up to the superheroes they're fighting that mandarin uh character was terrible but i will say chris Iron Man was no, trilogy was number five on my list as well. Whoa, Whoa. no, we're gonna have the same <laughs> gonna, list. I know. Okay, well then, <laughs> let running. me jump
1: in and say that Iron Man was not number five for me. Okay. I have okay. oh. the Thor tetralogy as my number ah, five okay, on the list. Okay, okay. I think it suffers from kind of the same thing that we had with the Ant Man, where the first movie was fine, second movie not good. Ragnarok, fantastic movie. One of my favorite MCU movies. A standout in tetralogy. But it just gets dragged down by subpar movies. And Mm -hmm. as good as Ragnarok was, I think just as a whole, all four of those Thor movies together, not not doing it for me. So I have Thor at number five on my list.
0: Okay. I think that's a good place to put it. I, I think you got to consider that for the first two Thor movies, this was how we went from superhero to extraterrestrial mm-hmm. god-like God. structure, because mm-hmm. we didn't even get, you know, most, most space adventures until Guardians 1, which, which I believe was 2014, both Thor movies coming out before that. Uh, let me fact check that real quick.
2: Okay. Yeah, 2011 was when Thor 1 came out here, the fourth movie About after Iron Man 2.
0: Guardians of the Galaxy 1 was 2014, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so... We had Thor and Thor The Dark World. Thor, I thought, pretty good movie. I mean, great instruction for the character, but uh, you, you've, you've got to
1: be talking more about the latter half of the Tetralogy there, Jamie, I'd have to imagine. If we're talking second half, Ragnarok, fantastic. Love and Thunder, not fantastic. So, yeah, just overall, the story doesn't really work together. It's a very disjointed Mm -hmm. story. You don't get one clean Thor story over the course of all of his movies. It just kind of goes all over the place. And, you know, I got it at five. But I imagine if we move up to number four on your list, we're going (laughs) to see
2: Thor would be my guess for both of you. (laughs) Four for me is Thor. (laughs) And I I do want to say, Thor won... To me, I did rewatch recently, and that Kenneth Branagh film I think is highly underrated in the scope of the MCU, front to back. I think that was a wonderful for the time in 2011 to make that film. That is so much different, but then fits that character so well into Avengers 1. I thought that was spectacular. But then you get into Thor 2 Dark World with the Dark Elves. Now, what I would say, my favorite part of that film was the loki death scene incredible and then they immediately undercut it because loki's actually not dead so that was kind of unfortunate um
1: (laughs) the first fake loki death of millions that we will get over the course of the mcu
2: exactly exactly but then you really do have like thor ragnarok which i mean if we're doing a individual list here is thor ragnarok in some people's top five Films, yeah, it's in, the in MCU? my top five
1: for sure. It,
0: I'm sure it's some people's favorites, especially a cursory fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe who's not you know fully in on all thirty odd movies. Uh, if you've seen
2: just Ragnarok, it's a hero story and it is very fun. Yep. But then you have Taika Waititi come in to do those last two films. The first one was great, but then they leaned a little bit too hard. I think some on the podcast would agree with the the joking, laughing, and that's not what one and two was. So. Once again, if we're looking at the full end and arc, I think four Jake is an appropriate be, place for the Thor yeah. trilogy. Well, <laughs> Jake would be so upset right Lord
1: now does. that we're finally talking about Love and Thunder on the podcast, and he's not here to give us his strong, strong yeah, opinions but on we'd it. We'd
0: barely be able to move past it; he'd be talking too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> true, we'd have to make it a full length episode. Uh, so, Chris, I assume that you have Thor at number four on your list, or is that incorrect? You assume
0: incorrectly. Whoa! Oh, okay, uh, enlighten and, us. And more chaos to be had here. I've actually got Captain America at oh. the four spot. Whoa. Interesting. Possibly, possibly controversial. But I did talk to you guys pre-pod when we were you know staging this out. I had a technicality that I wanted to talk about here. Uh, I think you could probably guess it now that we're talking about this particular trilogy. But I have Captain America at four for for. Because the movies are okay, uh, Captain America, obviously a fan favorite Avenger. And that first Avenger movie was really to show us, okay, superhero films can be weird and interesting, but also heroic and really good movies. They can have love plot lines. They can have time travel that makes sense to an extent. So that first Captain America movie, very good. Winter Soldier little bit of lost the plot stuff if you don't really assume Hydra is going to be an important factor going forward. And Hydra does kind of take a backseat after the Captain America movies kind of come to a close. Civil War, and here's the technicality, it's not a Captain America
2: movie. Oh, come on. It is.
0: It isn't. And when we were talking pre-pod, I had Thor and Captain America, Thor at my number three spot. Okay. I had Thor and Captain America in a toss up. But when you guys decided to include Thor Love and Thunder as the tetralogy instead of just the first three Thor movies, I decided that Love and Thunder, uh, I didn't hate it as much as anyone else. And the fact that Captain America had to have Civil War involved Love and
2: Thunder it, moved it up. Interesting. I have
0: Captain America. And and Civil War moved Captain America's trilogy down. Wow. That hurts my That, hurt. that is my a heart.
1: technicality that I don't it. agree with. Yeah. Unbelievable.
0: Uh, Get in the comments.
2: Do we do we need to just need to say what our Captain America where they landed or do we hold off on that, Jamie? I think you hold off. Okay. well, I'll tell you why I love this trilogy real quickly is because Captain America, the first Avenger, it's the what the fifth film that comes out in the MCU. They go back in time and have a great World War II story. Everyone loves a good World War II story. You can kind of relate to it. But then you get into Winter Soldier, and you said you didn't like it that much. In my top five MCU films is wow. Captain America Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is th- great. I think it's one of the best made films uh, within the MCU. Then followed up with Civil War, which is definitely a, you know, you introduced Black movie. Panther.
0: You I, see, I, I never said yeah. Civil War was a bad movie. I, said that, it wasn't a Captain America And it, it,
2: <laughs> he's, of course it follows Captain America it's his perspective Tony's kind of the villain in some ways to that to that uh, that movie Whew. I love Yikes. the Captain America trilogy
1: yeah Captain America one of the stronger trilogies in my opinion Chris obviously disagrees which is a little harsh but hey, that, that's, you know. the top four was hard for me The top, honestly that's that very hard that's very yeah. hard so but I
0: guess that's, that's my four spot. What's your four, Jamie?
1: I had Iron Man sitting at four. So okay. I just kind of flipped With uh, Andy had at four and five. With Thor as my five, Iron Man as my four. And now we're moving into the top half of the trilogies. This is when they actually start to get good. We got good movies coming in. And I'm just going to go ahead and say my number three, Spider-Man. Ah, I think the okay. Spider-Man trilogy is number three on this list. Uh, no Way Home. Very good. Enjoyed it thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly. But I'm not sure if it's good enough to beat the other trilogies that we have on this list. So that's what I got at three. What do you guys have?
2: I'm right there with you, Jamie. The John Watts trilogy Mm, for Spider-Man. I really couldn't put it above some of the... well. Obviously, you know Captain America. Like, I think the Captain America tri- trilogy is much better than Spider Man trilogy. But just the nostalgia of the Spider Man character—they introduce this character way late in the MCU. You know, they put him into Civil War. That's that's where you know they give the the small storyline between him and Tony. I think that's a great storyline between those two characters. I think it did lose me a little bit with Far From Home. You know, I, the yeah. villain. Um, And that movie was okay, but it's just Tom Holland uh, as Spider-Man. He's so likable. And it was a valiant effort after, you know, Andrew Garfield, uh, Tobey Maguire. Like, that's a hard—those are hard shoes to fill, and he did it.
1: Yeah. And I do think the trilogy had a hard time having two of the three movies of this trilogy take place after Endgame. Mm, That's true. That's a very— tough place to have the story happen within the MCU. So yeah, I got Spider-Man at 3, Andy's got Spider-Man at 3. Chris, you got a crazy list over here. What's you're probably going to say like I don't know, Black Panther, one movie <laughs> is <laughs> Well, you already know my 3.
0: I already said it. It is Thor. Oh, that's that's where the 3 yeah. spot is. Uh but uh, you know, in in talking about Thor and to wrap up the 3 spot here, it, I did not dislike Love and Thunder as a lot of people did. I, I understand its major faults. Uh, I understand that a lot of comedy just did not work, and which is rare for, for a Taika Waititi film, where we know comedy, definitely the strong suit. It's something where I think it suffers from coming after Ragnarok and also coming in Phase 4. But for me, I did not dislike it as a lot of people did. I am a Natalie Portman stan from star wars to the mcu to my one of my favorite movies of all time garden state who she's just the girl
1: next door that v for I mean, vendetta just...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes all the classics right there in a row <laughs> black
1: swan
0: yeah i was gonna say black swan <laughs> um, so maybe i'm i'm a little biased but that's what lists are for right uh, so Thor takes the three spot for me. I think that is probably my most controversial take, but I, I love Chris Hemsworth as the casting of Thor. I'm glad that he was the first one to get four movies. And uh, even though they varied in quality, uh, it's still my three spot. Since we're talking about Spider-Man, we'll go ahead and move to the two slot. I have Spider-Man. Oh, shit. I didn't do what we were supposed to do.
1: <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. That's all good. We've already mentioned Spider-Man.
0: Well, that means you know what my top trilogy is.
1: Oh, yeah, no, don't not think Chris, about it. Chris don't is breaking, it. <laughs> breaking format.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm breaking format. Um, whatever, we'll go with that, and then we can do yours or whatever. Um, since we are talking about Spider-Man, I'll go ahead and reveal that my Spider-Man trilogy falls at the two spot. I, For all the same reasons that you guys have him at three, I have him at two. I think Tom Holland is cool as spider-man whereas you know the shoes that he was filling, like you said andrew were good hero characters but they did not have that same impact as this young Mm spider-man spidey neighborhood spider-man it's obviously you know toby maguire and andrew garfield they were saving trains and and beating up on villains but Tom Holland is just a kid that goes to school and then becomes Spider-Man. And that was a very grounded way for the MCU to approach the blip, uh, Thanos as uh, the Infinity Saga as a whole, and then to give Spider-Man his own story. Which, of course, if we're talking the three trilogies where Spider-Man ends up when Tom Holland plays his character, ends up being very sad in a way, which we we think about a trilogy you know you've got these great trilogies the you know, lord of the rings star wars that end with very happy endings a three-part saga that ends with a happy ending and as good as the spider-man trilogies are it was a very big risk to have everyone forget that tom uh, that that uh, peter parker was spider-man so i think that was a huge risk with far from home it was an excellent or no way home it was an excellent movie and then excellent trilogy all around uh zendaya also i'm just a fan
2: i, I was I gonna mean, say you you can't you talk put, about this trilogy <laughs> without talking about zendaya as well as marissa tomei as aunt may oh, they've done yeah you know they've done this they've uh, oh. we've had these other movies everyone knows what what the origin story is and the introduction to the character was spectacular just putting him into place you knowing that yeah he was Bit by a spider, we don't need to go down that path again. Like in the Batman movies, we always see the same scene over and over again. This was such a great introduction into this full fledged MCU world, and then having right. Tony Stark being kind of the emotional, um, you know, uh, the emotional arc to the character being his yes. like, kind of lead, and then Tony eventually passing after Endgame and what it does to the character during Far From Home, and then. No way home. They, you know, introduced uh, Doctor Strange as like one of the the, the co antagonist in that movie.
0: Yeah, I, you mentioned the relationship with with Tony Stark. I think to know that I see more Spider Man clips and excerpts come up on my timelines and feeds more than than any other of these trilogies. It's just the character that he put into the character, pun intended. The, the heart, the don't spirit. don't think
1: that's
0: a that, pun. It's not a pun, is it? It's just kind of a funny way to say it. <laughs> uh, the effort the effort that Tom Holland put into the Spider-Man character shines for me. And it's, oh my God, that one scene in the first one where he's like, if you, if you or Tony Stark goes, if you're nothing without the suit, then you shouldn't have it. It's like, yes. that is what you want from a young yeah. Spider-Man character who isn't... We make memes about the Raimi films, obviously, the the dancing Spider-Man, the pizza time, all that jazz. They're good for memories and they, don't get me wrong. Other Spider-Mans are great Spider-Mans, but Tom Holland's my favorite and that rounds out the number two spot for
1: me. And that actually brings me to my number one trilogy, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man from 2002. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Which uh, is on
0: Disney Plus now. I, I oh, I, I think so. I mean, do There's we actually to... have
2: to pull them in because they're canon? <laughs> technically, they're technically <laughs> canon. So, yeah, we'll also, see. it was great to see the two other Spider Mans in No Way Home. Like, what a what a nostalgia oh, filled movie.
1: Yeah, that was very fun. So, we've talked about five of the six trilogies so far, and we've already talked about this one that I have at my number two. So, I'll just go ahead and say it. Save number one for the last, but. I do have the Captain America trilogy sitting in my number two spot. I do as well. Wow. Just, well. It, you know, all three movies were good. They just kept yeah. they kept getting better. So, you know, it's got to be up there. Andy, you've got it at number two as well.
2: I do. I do. I, that, that's actually a really good point, Jamie. It's First Avenger was good. Winter Soldier was great. Civil War was greater. Like it was just, <laughs> it just you know, they, they didn't yeah. let us down. Yeah, uh, I want to join
0: in on this fun. I just can't get over the fact that Civil War is one of the better Avengers movies.
2: Yeah, so you would think that that would make
1: the trilogy, give I mean, the trilogy a better kind of ranking. Of like, it was <laughs> Avengers This movie like is too good. I need to take it down a notch because it's too good.
0: It's an Avengers movie? Captain America: Civil War is a better avengers movie all right
1: fine avengers age of Ultron, then we spider-man homecoming is an iron man movie let's add that to the iron man trilogy
2: oh now i have to move iron man up to four yeah
1: <laughs> so if my math is correct and it always is all three of us uh, agree three. on what the best trilogy in the mcu is on three everybody one two three the Guardians. Guardians. the Guardians of the, the Galaxy. Galaxy. The Galaxy.
0: Rocket we trilogy. did not do that in sync at all, but that that's was okay. Perfect. It's going to sound great in post.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to sound incredible. Yeah, I mean, it could be recency bias since we just it watched Volume 3 a week or two bias? ago. But also Guardians 1, a out of nowhere a great movie that nobody expected. Guardians 2, solid, fine, whatever. Guardians 3, recency bias amazing movie yeah
2: i would say jamie you have to think about back in 2014 before guardians of the galaxy was released and they announced we're we're gonna have this other team that's out there in the galaxy somewhere you you know casual audience you don't know any of the characters one of them's a tree one of them's a tree and james gunn did a spectacular job From beginning of this trilogy through number two, though a little bit of a downswing, and then just ending it in a well-crafted, written, like arc of these characters. You fell in love with the characters, you had fun the whole way through, and then they ended it so beautifully. And that's why I think like this is the best trilogy in the Marvel Cinematic Universe from beginning to end.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I know we had a a bit of a rocky road to get to this point, but I'm glad we all agree. Again, I am concerned about recency bias because Guardians of Three, it's just released, we're, we're so infatuated with that film. But at the same time, you did talk about that 2014 release where we just got a different superhero movie. We didn't know it could be this way. We didn't know that you could have a ragtag bunch that you want them to escape from a very dangerous high-level security prison because not only would it be hilarious they also can do it which is hilarious uh it was beginning to end a wild ride for the guardians and their features in the avengers uh, later halves of the movies were also very relevant which also helps the characters and obviously we know gamora and and her relationship with the overall infinity saga uh very interesting to see one of the few deaths in the infinity saga Mm -hmm. be such a pivotal character. And still they found a way to close out the story of Gamora and many other of the original guardians in a very, very tightly net bow uh, tightly tied bow, which is just a hard thing to do over three movies. So for me, it's, it's, it's guardians. I agree with you too, Uh, Jamie final thoughts on that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. And I think it's really the only trilogy that we have. That's a contained trilogy. Mm where it started as a unique thing that no one's ever seen before, and then the end of Guardians Volume 3 is the end, right? Mm -hmm. It seems like all the other ones are kind of left open for the possibility of more to happen. I guess not anymore for Iron Man, but when Iron Man 3 (laughs) came out, that movie was not made as a culmination of the story. It wasn't written as a trilogy to then just be three movies together It was written as just a movies that kind of went together. But Guardians is a beautiful three-movie story with a couple of these little appearances and the Avengers movies popped in there. And it's it's just dang good.
2: You know what it kind of comes down to for me? When I look at this cast and I look at writer-director James Gunn, it's the only trilogy that has a single director all the way through a single writer Mm, and has like the 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 cast all the way through we're not going to spoil the ending of guardians 3 but you had chris pratt zoe saldana dave batista vin diesel brad cooper like (laughs) like all of these these cast members stayed all the way through these movies and it just worked it was written well and it was executed well And what else could you want from, you know, a comic book trilogy?
1: A great soundtrack, maybe.
2: Exactly. Exactly. The soundtrack. What a unique thing that just kept having us fall in love with every fun scene. Yes.
0: Uh, You talk about the Guardians villains, which are, are very important factors of the story. Ronin in the first one, they have... Uh, the Power Stone, that's obviously a huge important thing for the Infinity Saga, and that was that 2014 introduction to the interstellar side mm-hmm. of the Marvel Universe. The second villain ends up being a, a, a friendly-to-foe type of situation with Ego, another incredibly important factor fan- to the interstellar familial, side.
2: A like, relationship yeah. there, which made it more impactful.
0: Absolutely. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the high evolutionary and Guardians 3. Again, no spoilers if you haven't caught it yet, but just a a top notch villain in the MCU. Mm -hmm. So all of these movies were, like you said, Andrew, they were written and directed all the way through by James Gunn. There was clearly an intent to have these style of movies be successful and the villains only helped that. The antagonist to the Guardians, however silly it may have been at at some times, was always impactful and made for a good movie all the way through one detail I do want to say, I think we can also say within that trilogy, we can rank the movies. And I think we'd probably have the same rankings there too, which is, is not only is there not really a weak one, uh, but at the same time, it's something where if we do get the same rankings, I think you can tell that the writing is consistent for all three, mm. but still we can rank them. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say again, maybe recency bias here, but three, one, two two being the weakest of the films but still not weak at all do you, do you agree
1: yeah i agree with two being in third place but one and three i don't know it's tough very
0: tough i whoa, need to go watch guardians one same. again ah uh, okay yeah yeah,
2: yeah. I, I mean because I, I, was, I think right I mean, after, after i saw movies. guardians three that would have been at the top of my list but just thinking back on that introduction and how shocking it was and how much it worked Yeah, maybe Guardians 1 is is still there, but that's a testament to how good the trilogy is, right? Maybe that's my point, then, is it's maybe it's hard to
0: decide those top
1: two. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the other trilogies, there's a very clear order of, you know, Ragnarok is the best Thor movie
2: Iron Man 1 is clearly the best one, (laughs) and whatever happened in Iron Man 2 and 3, no one remembers anyway.
1: Some stuff, we'll never know, but I'm glad you guys joined us for this fun little quick episode of the Hoopla Podcast, which turned into a full-length episode of the Hoopla Podcast because we got a lot to say about all these trilogies. Uh, We'll fix it in post. We'll fix, yeah, sure. All right. We'll see what happens. We're going to cut out everything Chris says to shorten up the episode. Uh, this was very fun, guys. I hope you all enjoyed listening to this episode. Let us know what you think of some of these different style hoopla podcasts. We've got some uh, various ideas coming up for some quick little episodes, some different things we're going to be trying out. So let us know if you liked it, and maybe we'll do some more of these rankings in the future. Uh, and you know, maybe we'll have to watch the Guardians trilogy and rank those three movies specifically. Who knows? But without any further ado, it is time. For the moment of highest hoopla, which Andy's not prepared for because I didn't tell him about that until right now, can he come up with a quote off the top of his head, the top quote from any trilogy? Wow!
0: Oh man! Not even the top trilogy from
2: any from trilogy? any trilogy? Do I just have? We are Groot. <laughs> yes, that's the only thing I could say. The uh, only thing I could say.
1: I love it. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. See you later.
2: That was fun. I loved that. That was legit hoopla.